This is Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Hey, welcome into Experience Wisconsin. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Thanks for spending part of it with us here. So last weekend at this time, I was in the Northwoods. I was in Eagle River. We were up in that neck of the woods. I was stunned by the lack of snow. And I was stunned by how sad it is because businesses where we go every year weren't open seven days a week. Gas station where we usually fill up the snowmobiles, there was nobody else there. It was stunning. It was devastating. And I'm just going to urge you, there are so many great things to do, even in the places that usually have snow that do not this year. Please get up there. Please make a difference. Because if you want to go to those bars and restaurants next year or this summer, we need to keep our plans to go in February and in March or those places, some of them will not be around. Hey, we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to have this discussion briefly with the travel secretary a little bit later on in the show, Ann Sayers. And then a couple of great guests I'm super excited about. Kenosha, I love. Meredith Jamisco is from Kenosha. She's with us coming up a little bit later on. And up next, O&H Danish Bakery, Peter Olison is with us straight ahead on Experience Wisconsin. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin. So glad that you are with us. I love O&H Danish Bakery. It is truly one of my favorite places. It's such a treat every time I'm in there and every time I have one of their Kringle. Peter Olison is the president of O&H Danish Bakery, and he is with us. Thank you so much for being here, Peter. John, thank you. It's always exciting to be here with you. I love your business. It makes people smile. You're a local company. You do it good for the community. You have a great product. How cool is it to be involved in a company that people love and that is part of the tradition in their life? Oh, it's just amazing uh, to to see and help so many of our customers celebrate the the huge the, the plethora of holidays we have throughout the year. It's just exciting to be in our position to make great bakery from scratch and have that interaction with our customers. Peter, I'm glad you're here because we're going to talk about some of the incredible treats in a second, but you can also give us a little bit of history. Uh, Tuesday is Punchki Day. It goes by other names, doesn't it? And tell us a little bit of the history. Yeah, Shrove Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, uh, Carnival season ending. So really, it's the the end of that pre-Lenten period uh, where uh, you know fasting is just around the corner uh, with Ash Wednesday uh, um, traditionally. Uh, so Fat Tuesday is that time where pe- where bakeries and people would clear out their pantries and and celebrate by making these these wonderful uh, treats the, that are filled with butter and eggs yeah. and, and fillings and, and a way to celebrate and splurge ahead of that season. You said it. It's a treat, really. It's kind of like a, a last hurrah, a last celebration. How cool is it that your company is such a big part of that big celebration for people? Yeah, we love it. Um, and and we, work, we work hard to make the best quality products every day and, and a variety for our customers to enjoy. And uh, Punchki's alone, uh, Punchki being that that Polish uh, uh, donut, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, we make 10 different varieties wow. for Fat Tuesday. Run through what they are. Before we get to the new stuff, tell me about some of the traditional stuff. You know, kind of run through what you'll do. Traditionally, you know, prune um, is a mm-hmm. staple. Uh, we have apple, cherry, raspberry, blueberry, cream wow. cheese, yeah. uh, custard, uh, lemon custard, Bavarian cream. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. And then new for this year is our tiramisu. So a note to the Italians, it has this coffee-infused custard, oh, vanilla wow. icing uh, topped with a cocoa powder. Uh, it's, it's delicious. So we have the tiramisu one here, and it's as beautiful as anything I've ever seen. It looks full. It looks rich. But the dough is kind of flaky and easy. What makes this... Punchki, such a special punchki. Well, all our punchkis start with our our dough. Uh, we we fry a, 
butter-rich dough. In fact, the secret to our bakery is that we use our Danish dough. The same foundation we use in our Kringle that we're known so well for Mm -hmm. is used in our our donut dough and our punchki dough. Um, And it makes this really rich, buttery dough that we fry to perfection. And then we fill with a number of, you know, 10 of those uh, scratch-made fillings. Peter, you ran through some of the traditional flavors, and I know you pride yourself on that. A lot of the product actually comes from here in the Midwest, right? It's not far from home. You know, we're hand-selecting our ingredients from around the country. Uh, Very proud of the Door County cherries that make up our cherry Mm -hmm. filling. Uh, We buy our apples from Michigan. Um, But we go go farther than that as well. Uh, Washington State for our raspberries. Uh, You name it, what we're in search for is those best quality ingredients to bring in-house and make into these unique fillings. Uh, for our punchkis, for our Kringle, whatever it is, are all scratch-made fillings. How do you not weigh 300 pounds? This is the best stuff we have in our studio all year long, and I, I don't know how you guys aren't all walking around at 350 pounds. You know, I think it's a testament to uh, everything in moderation. Uh, it <laughs> tends to be our, our, our family's commitment. So uh, we love to, to splurge and enjoy. You know, we'll be right there with you on Fat Tuesday um, and, uh, and and sharing with others. And that's what makes bakery so great is, is enjoy a little yourself, but share with, with someone else over a cup of coffee, bring yep. it to the office. Yep, um, and I what better that. way to do it than pick up a dozen or two punchkis on Fat Tuesday? I love that. So we're talking about Poonchki, but if people want Kringle leading into and past Fat Tuesday, you're going to have your whole variety of Kringle available too, right? Correct. And we have, you know, over 10 different flavors every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, This time of year, we also have the tiramisu Kringle to go along with that tiramisu uh, Poonchki. And then, of course, for for Fat Tuesday as well, and for the end of that season, is the king cake. And the king cake Kringle is the juxtaposition of, you know, the traditional king cake in Kringle form, which is a cream cheese Kringle, uh, beautifully topped with three different uh, colors to make that that, uh, king cake look. So the best way to do this is order online stores.ohbakery.com stores.ohbakery.com or stop into one of their beautiful locations. Peter Olison is the president of O&H Danish Bakery. Thanks for being with us, Peter. Thanks so much, John. O&H Poonchki. It is the real deal. Up next, Kenosha. Beautiful harbor, beautiful town on the lake. We will check in with Meredith Jamisco when Experience Wisconsin continues. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. All right, all right. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin. Hope you're having a great one. A little bit gray, but that's okay. It's mild. That's okay. I know I like the mild air too, but boy, the places that need snow really need snow. So it'd be nice if later this month we got a little bit. Let's head south. Southeast Wisconsin, Meredith Chemisco is with us. She's the Public Relations Director for Visit Kenosha. Meredith, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I love talking Kenosha, one of my favorite parts of the state. And Restaurant Week is on tap. This is a pretty cool thing you guys do. That is right. It is a nine-day celebration of our incredible dining scene. And we put this on, and of course we couldn't do it without our willing food and beverage partners. And it takes place February 24th through March 3rd this year. And we have more than 50 locally owned Yes, locally owned restaurants, supper clubs, cafes, coffee shops, bistros, pubs, specialty food shops, and that's throughout the entire county that will be participating in this. And each one kind of creates its own deal, right? Yes, exactly. They each create their own specials and discounts, and there's for breakfast and brunch, lunch and dinner. There's also sweets, treats, and spirits mm-hmm. category. And a few places even have family-style meals that you take out and you bake or heat at home. So all sorts of different options. 
So do you need a ticket? Do you need to do something ahead of time? No tickets, passes, or coupons are required. Uh, You may want to do a little research on our website that lists all the menus and the places that are participating. But all the venues will be offering both their regular restaurant or the regular menu as well as their restaurant week menu. So you have options when you go out. And we do recommend you make reservations if the place accepts them. Oh, that is so cool. Are there new participants this year? There are. We have actually more than a dozen new participants, which may, yeah, that may be a record for us. Some are places that have just opened in the past year and others that are just new to doing restaurant week. And among the new participants is Blast from the Past Pizza. This is in the Metro train station, and it is a pop culture-themed pizzeria. Mm. So it's actually a museum of pop culture, and you have arcade games and all sorts of fun. And then Cutstone, they make their wood-fired pizza and a 30-year-old retired fire engine. Oh, wow. So this is very cool. Yeah, they're known for going out at special <laughs> events, but they also have a storefront place now. And then Hold My Beer, you can go there for their restaurant week food and drink special. But separate from that, you can also book an axe-throwing lane. So this oh, is one fun. Of our, yeah, this is one of our newer venues downtown. Uh-huh. And then Kenosha Tap House, just like Hold My Beer, it has a self-serve tap wall, and the tap house will also be having a $30 fixed-price menu. So you choose your shareable entree and dessert option for that. 60 self-serve taps at Kenosha Tap House. That is amazing. Meredith Jamisco is with us from Visit Kenosha. Dine and Give is a cool thing you guys do. Please explain what Dine and Give is. Yeah, well, we ask people while they're enjoying Restaurant Week to consider those who may not know where their next meal is coming from. So we have partnered with some hunger relief organizations in the community, and we list them all on our website with also online donation links for you to give a donation. I love that, Meredith. That's such a cool thing. And you'll want to be part of Dine and Win as well. Yes, giveaways have already started. Keep watching the Kenosha Restaurant Week Facebook and Instagram accounts, and there's going to be lots of opportunities to win Kenosha Area Restaurant gift cards as well as merchandise. I know we also um, often have a lot of photo opportunities, so when you're out during Mm -hmm. Restaurant Week, enjoying the specials, take photos, submit them, and you could win. Meredith Jamisco is with us. Meredith, I recommend people make a weekend out of it in Kenosha. And I wanted to ask you, right now we're heading into that season where it's not great outside, but it's great inside in the museums. And you guys have a fantastic museum district. Can you quickly highlight a couple of those? Yes, we have awesome ones. We have the Civil War Museum. It's known for its 360-degree film, Seeing the Elephant. We have the Free Kenosha Public Museum with the mammoths that were found here. We have the Dinosaur Discovery Museum. And, the yes, the Kenosha History Center right now has a car from its collection on display that usually is not actually at the museum, and that is the car from the Third Rock from the Sun TV show. Oh, fun. Yes, very exciting that it's on display. Of course, it's a, a Rambler made in Kenosha. Oh, that's cool. There are art galleries. There's other attractions, lots of things to do. And there are various lodging opportunities, right, Meredith, from small, intimate places to family-friendly hotels? That is right. And they're in downtown Kenosha as well as along the interstate. Um, one has a view of the harbor and has a comedy club inside. Another one has a couple of restaurants, a cafe, a rooftop deck for the summertime. So a, a wide variety. And all that information actually is in our brand new visitor's guide that just came out. Oh, that is awesome. So check out Kenosha. Check out the website. Visit Kenosha. Com. Meredith Jamisco is the Public Relations Director for Visit Kenosha. Meredith, it's always fun. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you. Uh-huh. Restaurant Week. I love it. Up next, our conversation with the Travel Secretary, Ann Sayers.
Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Each week on Wisconsin's Afternoon News, we talk to the Travel Secretary Ann Sayers. This week, Greg Matzik and I discuss a little bit about what's happening up in the Northwoods and a lot about unexpected winter activities. Here's the conversation. We love Wednesdays because we're joined by our friend Ann Sayers. She is the Travel Secretary. Good afternoon, Ann. Good afternoon. Hey, so I was up in the Northwoods this past weekend, and it was incredible. It was a great weekend. We did some ice fishing, went out to eat a couple of really cool places. But one of the things that struck me was the lack of snow cover because they just don't have snow up there, and it's a really, really big deal. But we should not let that stop people from going up there because there's a lot of great things to do. You are exactly right. I love that you're modeling this good behavior, John. There's still so <laughs> much to do. Um, but you're right. You know, it is a challenge to have these and seasonable temperatures that we're having right now and the lack of snow. And certainly here at Tourism, our heart's breaking for these businesses and the workers because this is this is a little bit tough right now. But something that's important for us to remind folks is that there are so many more things to do in Wisconsin, even when the weather's not cooperating. One thing to keep in mind for sure is our downhill ski areas are still open. So you might look outside your window and not see the snow, but they are still on the slopes. They're making the snow, and they are welcoming skiers. So check out the Wisconsin Snow Report for more details on that. And then if there isn't a winter activity available, there's lots of things to do, but I'm going to share a few of them with you today. And I, I want to thank John and TMJ for the the partnership that allows us to have these kinds of conversations. And in addition to having lots of fun with tourism, we get to do some good work for our state. Well, very cool. And let's walk through some of the unexpected winter activities, because these can take place really at all corners of our state. Well, okay. Milwaukee-born rock star Steve Miller once sang, I want to fly like an eagle. (laughs) So you too can do it like Steve this winter by taking a zip lining adventure, which is something I think we sometimes think about for the summer months, but there are actually a bunch of Wisconsin businesses that are offering zip lining tours right now. It's a totally different experience in the winter, the cold air in your face. Uh, one option is Walworth County at the Lake Geneva Zip Lines and Adventure. They offer two wintertime zip lining tours. They have a shorter four-line tour. That's great if you're just sort of getting a taste of zip lining. But you could also choose their longer nine-line tour, and that includes dual 1,200-foot-long lines that you can race down. Another one is the Vertical Illusions. That's in Wisconsin Dells. You're going to whiz through the canopy of 15 continuous tree-to-tree lines there. That sounds so fun. And this next one is something I bet you'd be really, really good at. It's curling. I love that you said that. I haven't tried it yet. This is on my bucket list. But yes, curling is sweeping its way into the hearts of of folks this winter (laughs) who are learning this sport. If you've seen curling, you know it's competitive. So that really speaks to me. But it's also approachable. So it's a team sport. It's a great way to make some shared memories. And since it's played indoors on the sheets of ice, you're going to be able to curl no matter what's going on outside. Curling clubs across Wisconsin are happy to help newbies to the sport learn the basics. That's where I'm going to start, from throwing the stones down the ice to the scoring system, the rules. And many clubs host learn-to-curl events throughout the winter, so that's perfect to you know help, help you pick up this pastime. The Green Bay Curling Club is teaching the sport on March 10th and 24th. You'll receive an introduction to the basics of the sport before di- dividing up into teams to scrimmage. Tickets are limited, though, so sign up for that one soon. And if you have a bigger party, consider looking up a group lesson at the Madison Curling Club, they can accommodate up to 12 or more folks. So you can have a two-hour instruction session, and that includes practice, game time, and equipment. I think that just sounds like such a fun way to spend time with friends and family. And do you think you'd be a better sweeper or caster of the stone? Well, probably not sweeping. Based okay. on my sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's in okay. Madison, though. It's right there, Anne. You've got to check this out. <laughs> yes. So head out this window. <laughs> 
I, I love it. <laughs> so tell us what's going on in the state parks. Yes. So um, Wisconsin state parks are beautiful, of course, in all seasons. We know that. But a hike in the winter can be really refreshing. I mean, first of all, Chris Bear. Second of all, no bugs. And, of course, it might be a little less traffic, so you'll have some nice peace and quiet for yourself. Across the Wisconsin state park system, groups often host candlelight events. That's something we hear requests for all the time. So check for those. These nighttime excursions are a seasonal experience you just aren't going to want to miss. On Saturday, I can tell you, February 17th, you can visit the Willow River State Park outside of Hudson, and they're doing a candlelight hike. It's two miles of trails that will be illuminated, and then visitors can warm up around two bonfires. And another idea is to make a trip to Wapaka County on Saturday, February 24th for a snowshoe and hike event. That's at Hartman Creek State Park. They're going to have more than 500 candle luminaries that will line the two trails wrapping around the greedy Hartman Lakes. And then you can celebrate with others over hot chocolate, s'mores, a game of hammer schlagen. Have you played that? Yeah, that's fun. Yes. It's very fun. It is. You get to pound the nails into the stump and work out a little uh-huh. stress. Yeah. I like that little aggression. For more information, check out (laughs) TravelWisconsin.com. And you are the best. We love having you on the show. You need three to curl, and you can cast a stone. I'll sweep. Yeah. John can sweep, right? We're a team. Such a good team. I love it. I've done it a couple times. I was called a diluter because I actually watered our team down. But that's okay. I'll still try. (laughs) It doesn't sound like a compliment. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) And have a great rest of the week. You too, thank you. <laughs> Travel Wisconsin on Wisconsin's Afternoon News is sponsored by TravelWisconsin.com. Such important things that she had to say there. And let's get up to the Northwoods. We need to support the folks up in the Northwoods now more than ever. If you'd like more information on today's show, it's easy. Check out WTMJ.com. I'm John Merkier. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.